This episode is brought to you by the Appleton Podcast Co-op, a local community for independent podcasters right here in the Fox Valley. To learn more, go to appletonpodcast.com. I'm David Kelso, and you're listening to a special edition of What the Fox Says. Normally, I toss out bite-sized news for the Valley here, but today we're going to do our first election prep. We've got the primaries coming up a week from today. So on August 9th, you can vote in person. Otherwise, before that, you can get your absentee ballot in there. And I just learned this week that you can actually recast your ballot if you call your county clerk and spoil your one before. So when we have dropouts like we did this last week, you can recast, especially if you voted for the people that are no longer on the list. Interjecting here, this is post-edit Dave after I just listened to myself ramble through this whole thing. No qualms if you listen to this at double speed. The whole point of this is so you can do your laundry or something while you listen. And I basically just read through the candidates' websites, talking about their bio and a little bit about the stances that they take on the issues that they're currently facing. So I hope that's helpful for you. Back to old Dave. Let's dive in. I went to myvote.wi.gov and I'm looking at my ballot right now and we're just going to go from top to bottom and work our way through it. At the top of my ballot for the 2020 primary election on Tuesday, August 9th, 2022, town of Grand Chute, that's where I live, Ward 1 in particular, we have Democratic Governor Tony Evers coming in as the incumbent governor fighting to keep his seat after serving the last four years. But let's look at a little backstory for Tony Evers. Anthony Stephen Evers was born and raised in Bird City, USA, a.k.a. Plymouth, Wisconsin. It's near Sheboygan, where his dad worked as a physician, his mother worked as a mom, and little Tony scraped mold off of cheese. After graduating from Plymouth High, Tony moved to UW-Madison for his undergrad and stayed there all the way up to his Ph.D. in educational admin. He worked a bunch of different educational jobs at various schools before spending nearly two decades in the state office of education as both the right-hand man and the head honcho himself before beating out Scott Walker for governor in the 2018 election. As the defending governor, Evers gets to answer for four years, the past four years of his time in office and the next four years as he is elected According to his campaigning website, he wants to build safer communities, connect Wisconsin communities, grow our workforce, grow small businesses, improve public schools, protect access to health care, provide tax relief for working families, return our record surplus, and strengthen the agriculture and rural economies. I'm not going to dive in too much deeper on Evers, as most of us have already experienced his leadership for the last four years. And as the first primary, it doesn't really matter who you vote for because He's the only choice for Democratic governor. So let's move on. Up next, we have the lieutenant governor for the Democratic and our Nelson Mandela, uh, our buddy, our buddy, our pal. What's his name? Mandela Barnes, not Nelson Mandela. Uh, Mandela Barnes is not actually rerunning for lieutenant governor. Instead, we have Peng Her and Sarah Rodriguez. So let's look up Peng Her first. Peng her is running for election to lieutenant governor of Wisconsin. He's on the ballot for the primary bachelor degree from Central College, 1994, graduate degree from DePaul University. His work experience includes working as a CEO. Uh, that's pretty vague, Ballotpedia. So let's just go to his campaign website and see what Mr. Ping Her is fighting for. 
Why I'm running. Tenacity, determination, responsibility, and public service are woven into my life's journey. I have brought these values to all I have done. I know firsthand that hope and hard work create a better future. Born in Laos during the Vietnam War, Mr. Peng Her has dad was a school teacher. His mom took care of the family, him and his six siblings. Uh, because of the Hmong alliance with the United States, they were almost murdered. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a similar tune to the rest of the Hmong experience after the Vietnam War with the United States not being very friendly at all, more being targeted for genocide. So that's terrible. But he lived through that, emigrated to America to seek a better life, landed up in Iowa because of a church sponsorship, became a U.S. citizen in 1986, advocating for strong, safe communities, helping build small business success and increasing access to quality health care. Pretty, pretty on par for being the second in command to Tony Evers so far. Let's see where he stands on some issues. On the issues, defending reproductive rights, he's pro-choice, ending gun violence, I will work to ban assault rifles, high-capacity magazines and bump stocks, pass universal background checks and red flag laws, invest in violence prevention programs, invest in early childhood programs and with parents to promote healthy family development, connect youth to positive adults, strengthen youth skills through school-based programs, protecting voting rights, protecting the environment, working to create an equitable and healthy economy. Believes that everyone should have a seat at the table, including LGBTQIA+, and civil rights. Says he knows firsthand what discrimination, racism, and inequality feels like wanting to end that. I mean, who doesn't? Just the method by which you do that is the disagreeing part. Lowering the cost of prescription drugs. You should partner with Mark uh, from Shark Tank. Increase access to health care and support labor unions. That is Peng Her for Wisconsin. Let's look, let's look at the other lieutenant governor on the ballot. It's Sarah Rodriguez. So, little ballotpedia. Sarah Rodriguez. Sarah Rodriguez. She was Wisconsin State Assembly. I mean, ballotpedia gives you the super, super basic. It's really best to go to the, the campaign website. All right, went to the campaign website. Let's scroll down, get a little bio first, and then we'll work into some of the issues. Looks like she is happily married and has two kids. Sarah Russell Rodriguez has dedicated her career to solving problems. She's a nurse, community leader, public health professional, entrepreneur, proud mom, and candidate for lieutenant governor of Wisconsin. I know, Sarah. I'm looking you up. That's why. She currently serves as an elected member of the state assembly representing Waukesha County and the western suburbs of Milwaukee. She was one of very few Democrats in the county to flip a Republican-held district. Uh, Sarah has a lifetime of experience working in public health and healthcare. As a registered nurse, she saves lives and has protected our most vulnerable citizens. She is a small business owner, served as a vice president at a Fortune 100 company, and worked as an executive with a large local healthcare system. Her approach to adjusting problems is rooted in fact-based practices, science, and connecting with communities across Wisconsin. Sarah was one of only 70 individuals chosen annually to be an epidemic intelligence service officer with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, which she has led national and international outbreak investigations, and she worked to address chronic disease for healthcare emergencies. Uh, husband's originally from Mexico. She has two children, a middle schooler and a high schooler who attended public school in Waukesha. Roots run deep in Wisconsin. Grandparents owned a dairy farm in Richland County. 
born in Milwaukee, raised in Brookfield, holds a degree from Illinois Wesleyan University and John Hopkins University. She served with the Peace Corps in Samoa and is currently a proud Girl Scout troop leader. This is why I'm running. Click the button to learn more. She decided to run for office when she saw that leaders in her state were putting politics before people's lives and livelihoods. I didn't realize at first how politics could trump reason, science, common sense, and even basic decency. But to paraphrase John F. Kennedy, I believe there is still more that unites us than divides us. Sarah's top priorities from top to bottom. We got public health working to expand badger care, fighting for affordable quality health care access for all. As a healthcare professional, she looks at gun violence, community safety, mental health, substance abuse, and climate change all through that public health lens. When it comes to education, she's advocating for birth through college opportunities so that all students and families have equitable access to education throughout their life, social support, social support, and mental health resources they need to live those healthy lives. Start treating educators like superheroes that they are because your future depends on it. She's for labor unions, but she also wants to assist small businesses and foster entrepreneurship growth here in Wisconsin. Uh, Only pro-choice woman running for lieutenant governor. And when it comes to climate and environment changes, uh, when it comes to the climate and the environment, she wants to protect our unique state's ecosystems and make sure that everyone has access to clean, safe drinking water, improving our critical water infrastructure. Like in Oshkosh, you with your lead pipes, you can get those fixed. All you got to do is just ask. That is Sarah Rodriguez for lieutenant governor. And oh my gosh, there's way too many people on this ballot for me to actually fill this time. I'm still trying to keep this as short as possible for you. So we're just going to cover governor and lieutenant governor. I strongly encourage you to research the rest of them, especially because it starts to get more unique after that. uh, When it gets down to the district level, state senator, representative, Outagamie County sheriff, etc., etc., etc. So let's move on to the Republicans. We have still, oh my gosh, this list... Got a lot longer on the Republican side of things. For the Republican governor candidates, we have Kevin Nicholson, Rebecca Clayfish, Timothy Ramthan, Adam J. Fisher, and Tim Michaels. Uh, we will just work our way from top to bottom and some brief review of what they stand for. Over to Ballotpedia, we do a little copy. Kevin Nicholson, a little paste. And here we are, Kevin Nicholson. Born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Marine Corps veteran, served in combat tours in Iraq and Afghanistan between 24, 2004 and 2009. Oh my gosh, I can't talk. Bachelor degree from University of Minnesota, 2003, right before he was uh, shipped off for tour. After returning to the United States, he got a master's degree in public and business administration from the Harvard Kennedy School of Government and Dartmouth Tuck School of Business. He's worked as a management consultant for financial firms and other companies and as a combat engineer platoon commander. Seems like Ballotpedia, you should switch those around. So we'll go to his campaign website. Thank you, Wisconsin. Okay. um, His campaign website is atrocious. Did he drop out? Let me look this up. Uh, Kevin Nicholson. Google, then he hit the news, suspends campaign, Wisconsin Public Radio for governor. I dropped out of the race in early July. How did I miss that? Why is he still on the ballot? That's kind of weird. Someone should tell the government that he dropped out. 
Well, that's pretty awesome. He said, it's become clear to me and my team that the only path forward for our campaign is attacking the other candidates in the race on the airwaves and running a very negative campaign. While our team has the capabilities to do that, that is not something I want to do, nor do I believe that it would be good for the party to do so. So he dropped out as of July 5th, 2022. Well, that's pretty honorable of you, Kevin. We shall move on to our next person on the ballot, though. Rebecca Cleefish. And Ballotpedia, copy-paste, there you go, Rebecca. Now, if you recall, she served as lieutenant governor under Scott Walker for both of his terms in 2010 to 2018. Let's see, campaign website, because Ballotpedia's biography is so choppy, to say the least. All right, Rebecca Clayfish. Let's see, if priorities... Interesting how Republicans call them priorities and Democrats call them issues. Wants to improve education, right to school choice, ban critical race theory from Wisconsin classrooms. She wants to secure elections, which is pretty uh, on par with the rest of Republicans. Prevent fraud, give voters renewed confidence, grow our economy, cut taxes, strengthen vocational training, get the government out of the way and support job creators. She's very pro-life wants to fight to move state agencies out of Madison and return power to the taxpayers fighting for the second amendment as a very avid turkey hunter and fighting to fund our police, defend the men and women of law enforcement and provide the funding needed to keep us safe and make life affordable again. She will work to cut the liberal spending that is fueling rising prices. So that looks like that's where she's at there cancer survivor rebecca is well known for her pro-life record avid turkey hunter is known for strong support of the second amendment okay so basically she's just rehashing her priorities in a paragraph but it does say here that i didn't know about her she's a recovering journalist quote unquote knows how to ask questions started working as a reporter in rockford after graduating from the university of wisconsin became a reporter in milwaukee where she started then working as her own media and marketing firm worked for on a woman's suffrage centennial commission to make sure people know that women had the right to vote only a hundred years ago. She lives in Concord, Wisconsin with her husband, Joel children, Ella and Violet and their dog fancy. No dog pictured though. We want more dogs, Rebecca. Uh, that's it. I think she is still in the race. Unlike Kevin Nicholson. All right, let's move on to our next one on the ballot. Timothy Ramthun. And, you know, this time, what I'm going to do, we're going to do a little copy-paste and see if he's actually still running for governor before I go. Breaking my own heart, reading all this about stuff, only to find nothing the one time. The one time. Yep, it looks like Kevin Nichols was the only one that dropped out. All right, let's go to his campaign website. Ramthun for governor. All right, about. Give me the history. Ramtham. Many people say they don't know much about Tim Ramtham. That's because he's been a quiet and humble man of Midwestern roots who, for most of his life, didn't do much talking about himself, but instead went about his work. Hardworking man like that. Uh, was born in Kewaskum, Kewaskum, Wisconsin, the gateway to northern Kittle Moraine. Uh, born in 1957, great place to watch, listen, and learn about just how special both Wisconsin and the United States of America is. Loves the quietness of community, values faith and family, 
credits his upbringing, parents, grandparents, community, and faith as forming his character and integrity. Tim's a problem solver with sound, strong business acumen after years of leading Fortune 100 and 500 companies in roles as consultants, vice presidents, or directors. He felt a calling to do what he could to address the deterioration of civil society and decided to run for public office. Looks like he worked in a variety of industries, including manufacturing, technology, finance, education, supply chain, logistics, product delivery, and communications as he moves into the public sector. Oh, this is getting longer than I thought. Oh, my gosh. He has a green belt in Six Sigma, which apparently is not martial arts at all. But he's got a bunch of other uh, diplomas under his belt, so to speak. Been serving on the Kowaskum School Board for a fourth three-year term and also serving in the Wisconsin State Assembly, representing the 59th District. He was pushed into the spotlight, even though he's a quiet man, when he addressed the 2020 election, saying that it was unlawful. Wow, why do you put the bio brief at the bottom, people? Put the too long, didn't read at the top. Gosh dang, people gotta learn. A lot of lists. Uh, But in short, for the issues... Wants to protect citizenship, protect the unborn, improve education, defend our God-given rights, defend medical freedom, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and help farmers and small businesses thrive, as well as defending the Constitution, restoring civility, efficiency, fiscal responsibility, honesty, and leadership here in the state of Wisconsin. All right, and that is Tim Rantham in short. Let's move on to our next candidate, Adam J. Fisher. Ballotpedia. Wow, you really, okay, what if I take the space off? Let's just go Adam Fisher, Lieutenant Governor, where are my people? Let's turn off my ad block just this once, see what it does. Okay, it does not improve the quality of the site. Adam Fisher, here we are. Battleground election, we've seen that before. Let's go to his campaign doesn't have a campaign website so uh, why do you have absolutely nothing available for you get a dang diddly website there buckaroni <sighs> people 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 you make me dig Fisher for governor. He's got a Facebook page. It was hacked. Please find my new page and follow me. Also, his new website. Okay, he does have a website. It's just not listed on Ballotpedia because Ballotpedia sucks. Just kidding. I don't know if they actually suck. They're pretty good to get you the basics of resources, where you go, who's on the ballot, etc., etc. All right. It looks like Adam Fisher, born and raised in Milwaukee, grew up there. Uh, His parents were working class people, living paycheck to paycheck. Always had to work hard and nothing in his life was handed to him. At 11 years old, he worked his first job at George Webb on 92nd and Oklahoma. Had a paper route and cut about a dozen lawns every Saturday. Graduated from Wisconsin Lutheran High. Then graduated from MATC for criminal justice and marketing business management. Purchased his ho- first home at 21 years old in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. Yeah, I'd like to see another 21-year-old purchasing a home today. Became a police officer for six years until he broke his back. I mean, that's a fair reason to not do that anymore. Went on to start a successful real estate business. 
has been a business owner for over 20 years, also worked for 20 years uh, in corporate America, belonged to the Teamsters 344 union for six years, loves to hunt and fish, has a hobby farm in Boston where he raises chickens and honeybees, loves to help others, volunteers with the Projects for Seniors program at his church, donates to St. Jude's, a lot of exclamation points here. Excited to earn our vote for Wisconsin Governor 2022. It's an average, hardworking Wisconsinite with a big heart and desire for change. And as a Christian Republican, he believes that he wants to put God back into schools, families, and businesses. Believes that God is calling him to run for governor of Wisconsin, the state that he loves, where he's called home his entire life. And as for the issues in terms of individual freedoms, he wants to protect people's God-given rights and stands against any mask mandates or mandatory vaccines. When it comes to education, he believes it's broken, needs to fix our community schools and work out whatever's wrong with our current administration and teach those basic skills such as balancing a checkbook, <laughs> checkbooks like people use those nowadays, investing, cooking, growing a garden, shop classes, and real skills. He's eager to listen to teachers and come up with solutions. Wants to reduce taxes and fuel prices. Who doesn't want to reduce those? Pro-farmer. Believes that farmers are the backbone of Wisconsin and always has been. Likes to say the phrase, the buck will stop with me. It's a very Wisconsin thing. When it comes to abortion, he's pro-life. Every life is a precious gift from God. He's very pro-family. Wants to make sure that no one has to work two to three jobs just to pay the bills. Pro-gun, he's a concealed carry license holder himself and will stand with gun owners. And when it comes to COVID and the economy, he will have no more handouts, no more being paid to sit at home while our economy collapses. Wants to put Americans first, stop giving entitlements to illegal immigrants. Police lives matter. Great men and women of law enforcement need to be able to do their jobs, put their lives on the line for us each and every day, and they're being demonized for it. Needs to stop. The buck will stop with him. Actually, he didn't put that there in this one. Same empowerment for military and then ending wasteful spending, which sort of goes back into that uh, reduction on taxes and making sure that families have livable wages. All right. And that is Adam Fisher. If you want to look for his website, it's on his public Facebook page, but it's Adam Fisher for governor2022.com. That's not listed on the Ballotpedia. So... Let's go on to our next one. Oh, this is going to be a fun one to edit. Wow, I'm not even to lieutenant governor yet <laughs> for Republicans. Uh, maybe I'll just cut those out. Thinking out loud here, people. Thinking out loud. All right. Last but not least, Tim Michaels. And he actually has his website listed on there. So let's go there. Let's get to work the tagline on his website. He's born and raised in Brownsville. He's a conservative outsider who has a plan to put Wisconsin on the right track. At the age of nine, his dad handed him a shovel and taught him how to dig trenches, while his mom taught him how to drive a truck. After graduating from Lomera High School in Dodge County, he attended St. Norbert College in Green Bay, represent, where he was active in ROTC. Following college, he continued his service in uniform by joining the United States Army, where he served for 12 years as an Army Ranger, leaving the service with a rank of major. He returned home to help grow the family business alongside his brothers. At the time, Michaels Corporation had a few hundred employees, which is now today Wisconsin's largest construction company with more than 8,000 employees. Tim knows how to lead, and he always has a plan, and he won't quit until the job is done. 
As governor, Tim Michaels will fix the Wisconsin economy by taking his business and leadership experience and bringing it to Madison. He will always back the blue, back parents in public education, cut taxes, keep schools open five days a week, and ensure our elections are fair and transparent. He will make Wisconsin the greatest place to live, work, and raise a family. They currently live in Heartland, Wisconsin, and have three children. He and his wife, Barb, Barbara, excuse me. Let's look at his blueprint next thing on there. Tim Michaels' blueprint for Wisconsin. Where does Tim stand? There's five of them here. First, we have the economic blueprint, drain the swamp blueprint, trust parents education blueprint, and the back the blueprint. Blah, 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 blah. Ugh, making me go to a whole new page. His blueprint for the economy looks like he doesn't want to stand in the way of businesses at all and is going to help to actually boost economic growth, create more jobs. Says that he's done that as a business owner himself with the Michaels Corporation. A lot of other bullet points here. Eliminate the personal property tax. Recruit out-of-state veterans to join the Wisconsin workforce. Make Wisconsin a premier manufacturing hub for military defense industry. There's a lot here, more specifics, but generally he wants to work for businesses, cutting taxes, increasing opportunity, putting it back into the business side of things to be able to compete with neighboring states to hopefully attract and retain more talent. So his drain the Madison swamp blueprint is more so addressing the lobbyists and trying to get that back in the hands of the people, putting some restrictions on uh, those. As for education, lots of Long problems and solutions that I'm not going to read through right now. Can you tell I'm getting over this already? I I should have done it once a week. Then maybe I would have more time. This is my fault, people. It's my fault. Uh, Under the Michaels administration, the power... The balance of power will shift fundamentally in education. The top-down mindset of the education establishment will yield to the wishes of the parents. The iron grip of teacher unions will no longer hold Wisconsin students hostage. Just looking at the back of the blue print, it plans the very first point in the plan is fire Milwaukee County DA John Chrisholm on day one. Very open about that. Incentivize hiring more police officers, particularly in dangerous neighborhoods, etc., etc. So definitely f- pro-police. And blueprint to restore election integrity. Make it easier to vote and harder to cheat. Now, the exact details of that, you can watch the video or look at the plan in the background. There's a lot more that I won't go into here. I was also going to go into the lieutenant governor's Republican. Oh, but oh my gosh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There are eight candidates running for that. And I just don't have the time tonight to actually look at all those. I'll read them off, though. Patrick Teston, Will Martin, Kyle Eudes, Roger Roth, David C. Varnum, Cindy Werner, David D. King, Jonathan Wickman. No libertarian candidates running for governor or lieutenant governor, and no constitution candidates running for governor or lieutenant governor. There is options for write-in. <sighs> well, there you have it. I've hopefully given you a little bit more information that you had before. Hopefully open them some doors, give you the opportunity to think a little bit more deeply about who you're going to vote for this upcoming primary now, this is the, you know, it's the primary, the official vote for actually who actually gets the position will be coming up in November. That's where one of the five, one of the four candidates for governor will go head to head with incumbent governor Tony Evers. And hopefully we should see some more debates, some live streams. And for those, I'll probably watch those along and just do some, some commentary as we go for my own sake. And uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it along the way. 
Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening to me read candidates' websites. Get out there and vote. We'll see you at the polls. 